Hello, welcome back to the Soul Tending Podcast. This is Janya Wongsopa. I am a yoga teacher, an astrology practitioner, and a holistic guide. Thank you for tuning into my channel as well as my channeling today. I hope the shift from the Pisces season of ending. To the airy season of new beginning, is encouraging you to move forward toward a new adventure with love and compassion. Before getting into this week soul tending message, I want to share with you what I have been up to in the last two weeks while I was away from podcasting. I took a little break to consciously and deeply work with the Piscean energy, and I have been doing that quite a lot through my dreams, especially in the last week and this weekend, because the moon this weekend, along with the sun, um, is also in Pisces. Pisces connects to dreams, spirit, and our future selves. Whatever we can hope, dream, and visualize now, eventually become our physical reality. You can work with Pisces monthly as the moon transits through the Pisces sign. I set an intention before I sleep as I lay in bed. This is how I work with Pisces to dream about what I want to manifest. For me, it's usually love, harmony, and community. When I set the intention, I gaze straight ahead into the back of my eyelids and toward the center of the forehead or the third eye. Then I practice belly breathing until I fall asleep. The dreams have always been delivered in ways that support my emotional well-being. So I hope you give this intentional dream practice a try. Also, I taught my first spring yoga class last Thursday. We had as a community a break from the. Weekly practice throughout the winter season to really go with the flow of the winter, which is to go more inward and to process our personal feelings and our past, and to compose or metabolize all of our past experiences. And this process requires personal time, private space, and aloneness. And I needed that time for myself so that I can reemerge in spring, completely refreshed and renewed. The practice of our first spring yoga class. 
was to support the tripobrana meridian, which connects to water metabolism because the moon was in Capricorn last Thursday when I held the class. And the tripobrana is at peak function during the Capricorn period within the day, the month, and the year. With the weekly yin class, I focus on the monthly period and follow the lunar season. So whatever sign that the moon is in on each Thursday that the class is held, I honor that particular lunar season with the practice to support the meridian that is at peak function during that particular season. It was for me a perfect practice for last week as far as the triple burner meridian goes because many in my community including myself needed to metabolize all the water from the atmospheric river storms that we have been experiencing throughout winter here in California in the Bay Area. I decided to begin the spring season practice a week earlier before the formal beginning of the spring season, which comes when the spring equinox arrives. And I did this to support my community as we all were going through such a big energetic closure. It has been a destabilizing time for many as well as for the people in my community who live in the Silicon Valley. Many work in tech or like myself have partners who do. There is a transformation and a big one happening in the tech world right now. And I will share more about that as I get into the delineation of this week's astrology. Mother Earth tears have been bringing us a lot of grief to process this winter and throughout the Pisces season, which is finally ending this week after so much rain here in the Bay Area of Northern California, where I live. The clouds and rains express the mutable water of Pisces, which helps us to release the past condition and complete the old cycle in order for a renewal or the quote-unquote spring forward to take place. If you are experiencing the need to make a big shift in your life regarding your relationship, work, health, or any other life concern, please know that you are not alone. A lot of us are going through big changes in our lives right now. The depth perspective of soul evolution has been supporting me in maintaining calm and centeredness in the midst of 
ecological and economic breakdown and transformation, remember that you are made of the same elements that make up everyone and everything in the universe. By trusting in the flow of life, you can harness its cyclical energy that is always one with yours to co-create and collaborate with the collective soul and build the life of integrity. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, integrity is defined as one incorruptibility, firm adherence to a code of especially moral or artistic values, two, soundness, an unimpaired condition, and three, completeness, the quality or state of being complete or undivided. When you are in the state of integrity, you see the world that lives inside you as the same world that you live in. In this undivided space, you are empowered to root into your core needs and values, follow your heartfelt prayers, listen to your intuition, and be the author of your own life. The integrative approach doesn't deny the existence of social inequality, human prejudice, and intersectionality. It works with all of these things. Hence, when you live consciously from your integrity, you are empowered to create a life of integrity wherever you go. What you create within your own body, heart, and mind is how you can collaborate with others. And this is why I feel that it is so important that we all carve out alone time, personal space, quiet time, reflective time, and meditative time, especially in winter when the weather and the elemental condition is so supportive to the inward experience. The funny thing is, everybody is living always in their integrity, even when they believe that the world is divided and what they imagine inside isn't the same as what they see outside. There is a Zen joke that demonstrates how integrity works. Here goes the joke. <laughs> Four monks were meditating in a temple when all of a sudden, the prayer flag on the roof started flapping. The youngest monk came out of his meditation and said, quote unquote, flag is flapping. The second, more experienced monk said, quote unquote, wind is flapping. The third monk, who had been there for more than 20 years, said, quote unquote, mind is flapping. The fourth monk, who was the eldest, 
said, "Quote unquote, mouths are flapping." <laughs> so I hope you get that joke. It's the cosmic joke. For me, astrology helps me live my integrity consciously. But we all need the quiet time to metabolize again all of our experiences in order for us to become conscious of our natural integrity. And astrology helps bring wholeness to the forefront of my awareness, as it offers various aspects from diverse planets and stars. It reminds me of this quote by Hermes Trismegistus: "Quote as above, so below; as within, so without; as the universe, so the soul." Unquote. And that I am always at the right place and in the right time to consciously integrate with the flow of life. It was a wet and heavy winter, and I am ready for more brightness and lightheartedness of the airy season. So let us now explore the refreshing energy of the new week, the new season, and the new astrological year. This is an astrology forecast for March twentieth to March twenty-six of twenty twenty-three. There are four major transits this week. The sun enters Aries or spring equinox. Moon conjunct sun in Aries or new moon in Aries. Pluto enters Aquarius, and Mars enters Cancer. This is one of the most, if not the most, important astrological weeks of this year due to all the important transits that I just mentioned. I organized the delineation into a thematic analysis to help you integrate the information and meditate on how you might tend to your soul at. This pivotal time. The first theme is bold move. Three planets change signs this week. The sun leaves Pisces to enter Aries on Monday. Pluto leaves Capricorn to enter Aquarius on Tuesday, and Mars finally leaves Gemini to enter Cancer on Saturday. The transits reflect an elemental shift from water to fire. They bring. Greater instability and change that can feel rough and destructive, but also hopeful, exciting, and freeing. Five planets 
Moon, Sun, Mercury, Chiron, and Jupiter are renewing themselves through the fire of Aries and exploring their freedom through the adventurous sign this week. Aries symbolizes a new beginning and a turning point because it is the first sign in the zodiac wheel. It is connected to the new astrological year that begins on spring equinox when the sun enter Aries. Mars holds the cardinal fire frequencies of Aries. With so many planets here, change is coming and it is happening fast. The sun leaves the soft and misty Pisces to enter the bright and bold Aries on Monday to deliver the spring equinox. This cardinal season wants you to move forward with confidence. However, recklessness and impatience can end your development prematurely. This week is the time to exercise caution as you explore more of what life has to offer. A bold move is an unexpected strategic action that gets you out of a bind and initiates an advantageous sequence of events. It demands your courage and long-term view, which are the opposite of rash decisions. Knowing your visions, hopes, and dreams allows you to take necessary steps toward building them into reality. The new moon in Aries occurs a day after the sun enters Aries. The sun and moon conjoin at 0 degree 48 minutes of Aries on Tuesday, March 21st at 10.23 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. The zero degree is a critical degree that connects to your gut instincts and authentic energy. This is the very beginning of the very beginning of the astrological year of the spring season. This new moon in Aries is an invitation to connect to your gut feeling and know what is right, true, and correct for you. At the core level, when you do, you will not hesitate to make a bold move. Setting a heartfelt intention to connect to your body intelligence can clarify your visions and dreams. Are they really yours or someone else's? A new moon phase is the most fertile time of the year and the best time to set an intention. There are two new moon in Aries this year. 
The second new moon in Aries occurs at the final and critical degree on April 19th, which is a month from now. At 29 degree 49 minutes in Aries, the second new moon in Aries indicates the depth of gut knowing and self confidence. You have the opportunity to set your intention on the first new moon in Aries this week, then to either reaffirm or revise your intention a month later. After April 19th, the best days to set an intention for the new moon and the new astrological year this week are Wednesday, March 22nd, while the new moon in Aries conjoins Jupiter in Aries, and Friday, March 24th. When the waxing crescent moon in Taurus conjoins Venus and Uranus in Taurus, the moon's energy on Wednesday is very fiery. The moon's energy on Friday is more earthy and grounded. Connect to your gut feeling to find out which day is best for your new moon ritual. The second theme is new karmic cycle. The new moon in Aries and the ingress of Pluto into Aquarius this week offer a glimpse into how the new karmic cycle will play out in your life during the upcoming lunar node transit through the Aries Libra axis. The lunar nodes are leaving the Taurus-Scorpio axis to enter the Aries-Libra axis on July 18th of this year. The event will conclude the one and a half year eclipse cycle of the lunar nodes journey through the Taurus and Scorpio signs. As the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle wraps up, there are more news about the financial sector, the inflation and bank collapses, in particular. Taurus connects to money and finance. Scorpio connects to destruction and transformation that can correct the power imbalance and release the abusive financial practices. The financial crisis is the foundation for the new karmic cycle of undoing and releasing all things connected to the Aries Libra axis. Karma is action, and its consequence. The philosopher George Santayana famously said, quote, "Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it." Unquote. This is perhaps the best aphorism about karmic entanglement. The karmic cycle. Connects to the eclipse cycle, which represents the journey of the lunar nodes that connect 
to soul learning and growth. This is the week to watch out for the past repeated emotional frustrations, mental confusion, and physical reactions that continue to show up in your experience, even though your outer life circumstance has changed. Now is the time to get very clear on what you have been putting up with and consequently making yourself small. Freedom, which connects to Aries, begins with the awareness of limitation. True freedom expands your spirit while maintaining your healthy ego. When your action aligns with what your body needs and what your soul is ready to learn, you can move past your limitations, release the karmic entanglement that has kept you feeling stuck, and find your next adventure. The third theme is new soul work. Pluto enters Aquarius on Thursday, March 23rd at 5.13 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time is a collective shift toward all things airy, fast, upward, sky-oriented, and future-forward, which connect to the mental realm. Aviation system, science, technology, communication network, young people, gender diversity, and neurodiversity are all related to Aquarius. This is a long transit that will last until March 2043. <laughs> However, Pluto will retrograde back into Capricorn on June 11, 2023, which is this year and will not enter Aquarius again until late 2024. Pluto connects to the soul journey, transformation, and evolution. These next couple months give you a glimpse of more to come as your soul evolves with Pluto deeper into Aquarius. Pluto is a transpersonal planet which connects to the collective experience. Social changes affect individual lives. The work of Pluto during this time as they shift back and forth between Capricorn and Aquarius are reflected through the current big events that are evolving, how the collective does the business in the tech sector. Capricorn connects to institution, including the banking. Aquarius connects to technology system. The recent bank collapses reflect the need to transform, which is connected Pluto, and upgrade, which is one of the keywords for Aquarius, of the banking system, which connects to Capricorn. Both the Silicon Valley Bank and the Signature Bank were tied to the tech sector. 
their disintegration is reverberating globally. This reflects the sole work of Pluto, which at this time supports the soul learning about true physical security and mental health. Woke ideology is connected to Aquarius. It threatens the long-held establishment of the conservative ideology. New ideas need to be tested in the real world and be integrated into the existing systems, organizations, and institutions in order to upgrade them. For example, the possible banning of TikTok in the U.S. exposes yet another urgent need to regulate how technology is used socially in order to protect the safety of the collective. Both Capricorn and Aquarius are traditionally ruled by Saturn, the planet of time and limitation. The new system eventually turns into an old system that needs to be updated by a new generation. As Pluto transitions from Capricorn to Aquarius, more clashes between the old, which connects to Capricorn or conservatism, and the new, which connects to the Aquarius or the woke will continue. The soul work of Pluto supports personal integration and evolves collective experience toward greater awareness. Every solution presents a new problem. Learning from the past mistakes and mayhems is crucial for ensuring that the new problem is not bigger than the old one. The soul work doesn't end. It spirals into higher consciousness that is your soul growth or spiritual future self through generations. Each generation is tasked with a difficult condition done by the previous generations. It is how the soul can evolve. The deeper Pluto journeys into Aquarius, the bigger invitation you receive to solve the current problems by utilizing your objective mind and system thinking to contribute to social progress. You are as intelligent and healthy as your future generation. The fourth and final theme is new mission. Mars leaves Gemini to enter Cancer on Saturday, March 25th at 4.45 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Mars will be in Cancer from March 25th to May 20th of this year. The transit shifts the strategic action from the mental focus Gemini to emotional security of cancer. 
The moon holds the frequencies of the cardinal fire cancer and connects to the emotional body. For the next three months, Mars' mission is to secure home life and prioritize relationship with family, especially those who play the roles of mothers and children in your life. There can be more emotional sensitivity and mood vacillation, which cause defensiveness or passive aggression at this time. There can also be heightened intuition that supports physical protection and emotional safety, especially for those you love and care for. Mars in Cancer has a natural trine with Saturn in Pisces. There is a mutual support between the two planets at this time. You can work with this easeful aspect by connecting to your spiritual aspiration and your future or higher self. Whenever you feel excessively insecure and emotionally withdrawn, you can tune into your spirit for protection through prayers, yogic and meditative practices before approaching or revisiting a difficult situation with more open-heartedness. You can also reflect more inwardly on your emotional need and physical safety and focus your energy on addressing them through your action. Emotional security expresses itself through daily habits and routines. Most people know what their unhealthy habits are, but many cannot overcome them. Substance addiction is an emotional dependency. Emotional insecurity is the cause of addiction. Unhealthy ego is the cause of emotional insecurity. And unhealthy ego is either too rigid or too soft. The more rigid the ego, the more suppressed the spirit. The ego gets so caught up in maintaining itself through its human persona and cannot change, evolve, or transform into the future spiritual or higher self. On the other hand, a weak or soft ego gets caught up in dreams, spiritual escapism, or the future, often with an aid of consciousness-altering drug, that it refuses to deal with the present physical and or relationship conditions. The spleen meridian is at peak function during the cancer season. You can support your inner Mars, which connects to vitality, gut instincts, and energy level by ingesting foods and liquids that are pure and nutrient-rich and avoid processed high-carb and high-sugar foods and liquids. The healthier the spleen meridian, the more you can receive and give love and be a true emotional caretaker for yourself and your loved ones. Your inner Mars mission for the next 
three months is to be an emotional caretaker for yourself and for those you love and need. This is the period to balance the ego with the spirit by acting holistically to purify your daily health routines and emotional habits. This is the time to free your energy from sabotaging yourself and your relationship. The more nourishing your habits and routines, the more emotional security you have and the more you can care for others. Thank you for meditating on the planetary transits and tending to the soul with me. With the entire astrological year as well as a complete moon cycle behind you this week, I hope you receive the gift of hindsight. And may this new moon in Aries support your emotional integration and transform that hindsight into a higher perspective. Have an empowering week and a solid start on your next life adventure.